Hi everybody, welcome to The Limit Breakdown, where we review everything in TV show, movies, and entertainment. I'm your host, Sid. I'm Megs. And today we're going to be reviewing episodes 6 and 7 of the HBO hit show, The Last of Us. So stick around after the intro for our deep dive, spoiler-filled review. to the limit breakdown and we are going to jump right in into our review of uh episode six and seven of the last of us on hbo um so sid tell me what your thoughts were how, how are we doing so far this show has really reeled me in yeah um so episode six is finally finally we get to joel uh you're reuniting mm-hmm. with his brother in all honesty, the opening of the scene when uh, they go into the cabin house and the ladies are sitting there, um, and then they have the little back and forth, and then Joel's there, you know, and he's like, "Okay, tell me where's on this map, whatever," and then Ellie's like, "Can I come down?" She's like, "No, just like, the the interaction between Joel and Ellie is so funny because he's like, "Do this," and he's like, and she's like, "Okay," and does the complete opposite. Uh, is really funny. Um, but yeah, so episode goes on and they find Joel's brother mm. and I'm going to give you over arc and then we'll deep dive in. Yeah. Basically to me, it felt like it was two things. One, Joel's brother is like, thanks for coming out, man, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Don't need you. You're, I got a family literally yeah. coming on the way. I mean, great seeing you, but, eh. and then Joel on the other hand, you know, risked his life to get here. Yeah. Um, but then he is like, dude, I need help. Which is yeah. the first time you see Joel's uh, vulnerability. Yeah. Which I thought was really, really powerful. Um, so that was my overarching, overarching thoughts on episode six. What about you? Um, so beginning with episode six, after the, um, I guess you could say the emotional payload of, <laughs> of the previous episode. Um, and, uh, you know, it... I'm glad that, you know, they they addressed a couple of things um, that I thought was pertinent. Um, Ellie talks to Joel about how she she uh, cut herself and put some of her blood on, um, on yeah, uh, the yeah. little boy's uh, leg and how, you know, she thought she might be able to cure him. And he's like, well, you know, I, it's going to be a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah. But... And it, it, her vulnerability on that. Yeah. She's like, I, I guess I knew it didn't work, but I want yeah. to try, so... And, and, um, just seeing how much of a toll all of this is taking on Joel, you know, in the very early episodes, he was, he was, you know, very action oriented, very cold, you know, unfeeling almost. And you're starting to see some cracks in the armor and, and, you know, at the, at one point after coming out of, of the cabin with the old people, like. He, he like takes a step a moment and you can see he's like hyperventilating mm-hmm. and he's and you know Ellie's freaking out because she's like dude are you gonna die because if you die I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. she's like are you gonna die you gonna die you know these things and he's like oh my god just shut up it's uh, like it's like you are so much ma- you're just making him <laughs> worse right now but um but you can see that he he's he's finally come to real, the realization that that he cares for Ellie 
And it's such a painful realization because he keeps he keeps reliving the his failures of the past, but mm-hmm. primarily his failure to save his daughter. Yeah. And I thought it was very powerful of them addressing that within the episode. Um, Tommy having having literally a a uh, a mural of sorts in memory of his niece yeah. and of his wife's uh, fallen child mm-hmm. and showing that they've in, in some way, shape or form they've grieved and they've processed that emotion whereas whereas um uh Joel's approach to it was just to bury it deep down and never the rug or is it never dust it underneath and and it's one of those things like it hits it hits a little close to home I'm not gonna lie as far as just you know what a little bit of therapy goes a long way but um there were some very very heavy moments with him and his brother um, and then him finally opening up and and revealing to 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 Tommy it's like hey man I I can't do this because I can't fail mm-hmm. again I can't fail this girl the way I failed you know Sarah and and even though he originally objected and he originally wasn't going to he saw the condition that Joel was in and he's like okay I'll I'll do this for you and then the very powerful conversation that Joel and Ellie had where, mm-hmm. you know, she overheard um, that Joel was uh, going to, was going to he, well, that he, he was going to hand her over to Tommy and Tommy mm-hmm. was going to take her the rest of the way. And of course, she's upset and he's trying to, you know, he's trying to do the old yeller. <laughs> Look, I don't like you anymore. Yeah, you are not yeah. my problem. You know, oh, like, man. like, and she can see right through it. And then she, she, you know, they, they took, the scene was carbon copied from the game, but it was also one of the most emotionally heart. Including her outfit. Yeah. Her outfit was almost spot on. Yeah. And so it was one of the, one of the most uh, impactful, emotionally impactful moments from the game, but where he's just like, you know, you say I'm better off without you, but honestly, I would just be more scared. Yeah. And, you know, her finally opening up to him and just saying all of the things that they hadn't wanted to say, which is, was, hey, like, I'm relying on you, but, like, I care about you. Mm-hmm. And and so they changed it from the game a little bit because in the game she runs off and, uh, and they have to chase after her mm-hmm. to find her before Joel makes the decision to, to actually yep. meet her. With this, they, they actually go ahead and... Um, Joel gives her and the And Joel option. gives her the He's choice. He's like, hey, you have a choice. And before you can finish the sentence, she's like, okay, let's, let's go. go. Yeah, and so then moving into the rest of the episode, um, you know, they, they go into to the, uh, the the college and where those fireflies are supposed to be, they're not there, but there's a butt ton of monkeys. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. In the game, that yeah. was probably my favorite yet least favorite part of the game. Because <laughs> um, the whole time you're expecting something. So in the game, you're just like, oh, oh my God, what's going to happen? And then you hear the noises and you open the door. You're, I was I was ready to fight in that game. I was like, I'm ready. I got my stuff. And it's a bunch of monkeys. I'm like, ah, no, monkeys. <laughs> Same thing happened. So you open the door and yeah. monkeys. Everywhere. So I, I, after the first watch... I was a little upset that Joel got stabbed with a baseball bat. Um, because, if I don't know if you remember, in the game, 
the the fight does take place with the crew of bandits. Yeah. But he they're falls the, off yeah, the, second down the second story, second story and, the and then he get, yeah, and then he gets impaled yeah. um, on like a pry a rybar or yeah, some yeah, sort yeah. some sort of Bar, like yeah yeah. And while I, I I've seen the argument be made that like it would have kind of been a little bit unbelievable mm-hmm. for him to not only fall from a second story but get impaled and then you know still somewhat so. They they chose to I guess go with the broken baseball bat. I didn't know. I thought it was a knife straight up. I didn't know it was a baseball bat. Yeah, it was. When he swung the bat, yeah, um, the bat broke, so and I, you I, see I, I and you that. see that, and then and then uh, when he's hunched over and he pulls it out, yeah. you see it's the it's the broken uh, bottom I, part I of the that. baseball. I, bat. I thought it was just a knife that he had shoved in uh, and he had missed. Now I'm very glad those people didn't have guns right off the bat. Yeah. Because that would have ended up very differently. Uh, well, Ellie had a gun. Yeah, way, I but... mean, she... Hey, listen, I guess horseshoes and hand grenades, right? Because <laughs> she was just shooting blindly. <laughs> and, I mean, I guess she was trying to scare them at yeah. that point. But still, yeah, that if they had guns, that's what I was afraid of. I was like, yeah, what? Like, there's no way. And then they leave it in the cliffhanger. I was I was a little bit... Um, how does she get him back on the horse? I think she dragged him or uh, something because in the next, so in episode seven, the opening scene is snow and then blood. Yeah. Right? So either, I think, I don't think she dragged, I think he woke up and he might have limbered because mm-hmm. opening of episode seven, he yeah, was he's in the awake. basement. He's yeah. in the basement and he's awake yeah. while she's like putting yeah. pressure on him. Um, I don't know if that's going to do anything. Um, so yeah, she's putting pressure on him. So he and he's watching. So clearly, yeah, it's recording. So. Yeah, clearly, he was awake. He might have like woken up from the shock or something, and then waddled, waddled to the place. My thing was, if those people were chasing them, they know exactly where they went. You can see. It, right? Yeah. Now, if it was heavy snow, I can understand because it gets covered. But in that particular scene, there was not. Well, that's what I'm saying. If I remember, cor- if I remember correctly, in the game. She, uh, they travel some some distance before he falls off the mm-hmm. horse, yeah. and I mean they did travel some distance. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, she, yeah, she did say that, that I think we're safe. So yeah, so um, and then moving into episode seven, they incorporated the um the DLC mm-hmm. from the Last of Us game, yeah. showing you the flashback of her and her name. What was her name? Riley, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that yeah, I'm pretty sure that was her name, and. Of course, give us another tragic story. Like, this this game, this world. There's <laughs> yeah. a character, beloved character. Get attached to the character. Kill the character. Uh, and it works. Copy, paste, moving on. Next episode. <laughs> it's, it's, oh man. And, and like, I somehow feel like they made the already tragic situation much more tragic. Like... I, so I actually appreciated this episode because in the whole previous show, mm-hmm. they have mentioned multiple times that Ellie's like, I have lost people or that mm-hmm. I care about. She has mentioned multiple times, uh, that one time that she shot the guy mm-hmm. in um, one of the previous episodes, she's like, I've shot somebody before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and now you're thinking, you're all watching this, okay, this is a flashback. Who has she lost? Who has she shot? You know, who, you know, what, what is going on? So I actually appreciated this episode because it filled up a lot of backstory that we have been seeing in the previous episodes. Uh, a very interesting thing that I noticed was 
the different vantage point on Fedra. Mm-hmm. So, like, this whole time we see the fireflies and we see Fedra kind of just, you know, being this militant force that's kind of, like, holding everything, uh, you know, holding everybody and imposing their will and executing people. And I thought it was very interesting in the early parts of the episode where where the Fedra officer is, um, is scolding Ellie for having gotten into a fight, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, look, you got a couple paths in front of you. He's like, but no matter what anybody else outside of here saying, you know, the the one thing I know is that if we're not the ones holding things together, the people out there are just going to kill each other. Yeah. And you take a look at stuff like what happened in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, maybe they, maybe they weren't wrong. And so it, it's, it's a different perspective that I thought was very interesting. And one of the things that I've appreciated about the series as a whole um, is everybody the, there's there's no clear good guys and bad guys mm-hmm. and I feel like this is one of my concerns with how this story was going to be translated because I felt that that uh, the story I felt like whoever was adapting the story was gonna lean too hard into trying to make Joel and Eddie and Ellie um, likable characters and protagonists mm-hmm. and wouldn't lean into some of their darker impulses when mm-hmm. the core of the story is is everybody's shades of gray there are, there, yeah. there are moments when you're not supposed to like Joel and mm-hmm. you're not gonna like Ellie yeah um, and they lean on their darker impulses um, at times out of necessity for survival um, and so I thought it was interesting to, for them to show for lack of a better word a lighter side of Fedra um, and, and kind of show it that, you know, maybe they weren't like the diehard bad guys that, 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 uh, they were being presented as mm-hmm. originally. So I thought that was, that was very fascinating to me. Especially the fact that they have a very militaristic regime. Like mm-hmm. they had the, the girls do, you know, physical, uh, fitness, um, lights out at a certain time to have patrol going mm-hmm. on. So, you know, um, and the. The officer or whatever, the instructor, I don't know his name, um, he was very calm about it. He's like, look, these are your options. This is what the future holds. So he's like, you have two choices, like you said. And it seemed very, everything in that complex was very structured. Yeah. This is what you do. This is what you don't do. Yeah. Right? So you're right. That light of it, how it's structured is very, it's good to see a different side of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um. And at the same time, with Riley and Ellie, you see the two different sides of that same structure because mm-hmm. he was offering Ellie the opportunity to be a quote-unquote leader because he saw some value in her. Yeah. Whether it was through the fact that, you know, obviously she he could tell she was intelligent and that, uh, you know, she had some leadership qualities, but also, to a certain degree... Ellie wouldn't rock the boat as much as Riley obviously did. Mm-hmm. And so the alternative is like, you know, she was telling her, she's like, you know, you didn't have to leave. You could have stayed here. We are the future. We could be one day running the show. And she's like, you could be one day running the show. <laughs> and there's like, you know, they were basically going to put her on latrine duty. Yeah. And so it's like, it, 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 it almost, it's like they pick and choose their favorites and, and it's, you know, more, more cracks in the armor, if you say it's like it's not a a, a meritocracy, if you will. It's like you know who you know. 
type type situation. So, um, but the dynamic was very interesting. I don't know what Riley's relationship is to Marlene. So I know, I know. Obviously, uh, Marlene was the one who put Ellie at the Federal facility. Mm-hmm. She knew Ellie's mom. Mm-hmm. I I knew I know that much. Yeah. I don't know if she has any established relationship to Riley or not. I don't know. So it seems, I think at that, oh, actually, no, you're right. I think she might have put Riley there as, like, eyes for Ellie. Well, no, because this is before uh, Ellie finds out that she's immune. Yeah. So well, but, but remember. Marley still knows. Yeah, I mean, remember Marley, uh, Marlene knew about Riley. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. So maybe, I think she just found her and was like, all right, this is what you're going to do. I don't know if they have a direct connection or not. So that'd be interesting to see if they if they actually do connect them in some way. Um, it was very sweet of them to show the whole episode in kind of uh, kind of like a uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Out in the Apocalypse situation. Oh yeah, I with, found that with, with, with the whole um, mall. Although a couple of nitpicks that I had, it's like one. You would you wouldn't think that like somebody would notice like all the lights in the mall coming on. I thought that, and then <laughs> and then she's like, no, no, don't worry about it. It's a bunker. Yeah. They can't see outside. I'm like, I don't think that's how that yeah. works. And then they're making a lot of noise. Yeah, like a lot of noise. Like yeah. I, I mean, obviously it did end up you know attracting attention, but at the same time, but within I, yeah. At the same time, I I was like the whole time I'm just like, it it's all tensed up. I'm just like. Oh God! What's gonna come out? What's gonna come out? Especially the one dark hallway. Yeah. Come on. Um, but yeah, the, the, uh, I did like the whole. She kind of had a date plan for them. She's like, "Oh, I got this. I got a uh, carousel or carousel, however you pronounce it." Um, that <laughs> the was five wonders of the mall. I know the the escalator killed me. <laughs> uh, and they're like, "Oh my God, stairs that move." <laughs> And so, funny story, this is a true story, uh, I forgot what country this was in, uh, but uh, in like a, like a third world country, when escalators first were built, they had built an escalator in this in this mall in like a small third world country, and it was the greatest attraction for that country. And I teach, uh, I, uh, I'll remember it next time, but basically people would drive for like hours just to go to the mall, just to ride the escalator up and down. <laughs> and that's what it reminded me of. And the way Ellie was going up and down, she's like, oh my God, I'm going up, I'm going down. Huh? And I'm like, I can see it. So, yeah, uh, that was really funny. And the rest of the date was a carousel. Um, arcade was number two. Yeah. Or which I thought, and then they played Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat 2. Oh! Yeah, and they did the fatalities. Um, how does she know the fatalities? <laughs> there is no way. I didn't see them playing the game. How do they know the fatalities? There's no way Riley knew the fatalities. Well, I mean, maybe like if she learned about the game from somebody else, there are there are still older people left in this. I suppose, but still, but I still and, and look, I still remember some of the fatalities. Some of them, so, I don't remember. Uh, who did she pick? Uh, uh, Melina and Baraka. Yeah, she, oh yeah, she had Melina and Baraka. She did Melina's fatality. Yeah. <sighs> Good game. 
<laughs> I think that's how I got my Trek on Star. No, it was uh, uh, it was very very convenient to be on HBO since they have the Warner Brothers licensing, yeah. so they could use the actual game. Nice, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the third date was the gift. Mm. The third one was the gift. Um, the book. Yeah. The puns book. The puns too. Apparently, there was a volume one. That we missed completely. No, 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 no. So in the beginning, uh, uh, the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. uh, or she had a volume one, mm-hmm. and it was like different colors. Mm-hmm. And then volume two is the one that she gave her because that's the one that Ellie finds with Joel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the volume one was the one she was reading. Two was a gift. That's when she finds the bombs, mm-hmm. and they're like, "You were planted here, not by yeah. choice." Um, and the last gift was the Halloween store, right? Yeah. yeah. So, very good, very good uh, date planning. I don't want to go on a date with her, but she plans it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love, I love the the whole little little tension. The will they, won't they, won't the will they, won't they, they type thing, and then of course she was all into it from the beginning. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then all of it gets taken away in a, in a second. Yeah. Like, and the the difference in their reaction. Like, she's just. I don't know if she's sullen or maybe she just gave up instantly Riley did and then you see the complete opposite because Ellie is like just going on a rampage and just smashing everything yeah and Riley's like you missed a few over there <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um yeah I think so from my my perspective I think Riley really did want to do something different in the world she's like I want to join the Fireflies yeah. she did join she's like I want to do something different I'm being shipped to Boston I think she said she was uh, Atlanta. I think. Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Atlanta. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> she's being shipped to Atlanta to be <laughs> to go there. So she was, like, ready to do I don't even do know it. what that was. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, so I think she was ready to do something in her world. Mm-hmm. And once that happened, it kind of, like, took her back. She's like, well... There's nothing left because she knows the reality. You change within time. And and I thought I thought that particular point was very interesting, which because this could have ended terribly. Like they could have both killed each other, and then Ellie would have never known that she was immune. Correct. And you know, I thought it was very interesting that Riley was like, "Well, you know, we've only got a little bit of time left. Let's let's lose our minds together and mm-hmm. and basically." appreciate every moment that we have left yeah and had she not said that like ellie would have never known she was immune yeah they were ready to pull the trigger yeah um so i i was i I found that very interesting too i was like huh you got one chance you can't play russian roulette with a pistol (laughs) 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 no no you can't so um Um, now all now all of this flashback is happening while Ellie is debating leaving Joel, right? Yeah. So in the in the in the current timeline, Joel's like, "Yo, just grab your stuff, go back to Tommy. He'll take you. Leave me." And she's like, "I'm gonna leave." And she's about to turn the door, and then that's when the flashback happens. Full circle when the flashback ends, you understand what's going on. Ellie's like, "Nah, I'm not gonna leave somebody behind this time." And she frantically searches through the house for supplies to fix Joel. And the most uh, scene. Oh, she gets God. the needle. And she's like, "All right, bro, I'm about to do this." And he's like, "Okay." 
and she does the needle, and you can see the pain on oh, his face. God, yeah, Pedro was... Pascal's acting at that scene was perfection. Because yeah. it wasn't like, ah, I just cut my leg off. It's like the the stinging pain that you get, and it was so well done. I, I loved it, um, as far as the acting goes. Very gruesome, but the acting was good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, it sets you up for... Uh, for uh... Uh, the next, I mean, there's two episodes left, um, yeah. in in the series, and man, next week's episode, ugh. they got a lot to cover. They do. So I don't know if they're gonna do. Um, so in the game, one of the biggest things was at this at this point, Ellie goes off on her own. Well, I think they're gonna have to. Yeah, so. I think they're gonna have to because, like, I I I see it as next episode being being the episode where she encounters that group. Yep. And then, uh, and then while Joe recovers, and then obviously the finale afterwards. Yep. Um, so, I mean, the next two episodes are going to be pretty action, action heavy, I think. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall, man, I, I, I feel there's, I'm, I'm mixed on the pacing because I feel like, like there's, there's some parts that are starting to feel a little bit rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, uh, while I absolutely loved episode three, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was great, I feel like we maybe could have taken some of the time that we spent on that episode and and applied it a little bit to the episode story. Episode three was when they... Uh, uh, was... Joel uh, and them kind of... It was... Uh, no, episode three was... Um, was uh, uh, Bill and Frank. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Ah, nah, I disagree. Nah, that episode was perfect. You know, no, I'm saying I absolutely <laughs> loved it, but at the same time, like, like we spent an entire episode with Bill and Frank, <laughs> and, then and, just... and then, and now, like, you know, we've kind of rushed through through some things over here. Yeah, fair enough. I I guess that makes sense, but um, um, so, but but again, I it, it's gonna. It, it's gonna be interesting to see how they how they pull it, pull it all together, but so far, like this has blown me away as far as what we've gotten. Yeah, like, I agree, one hundred percent agree. Last thoughts. Um, final thoughts is uh, HBO is continuing to hit it out of the park, and uh, I'm excited for these uh, next couple episodes. Yeah, same. So stick around, let us know what you think, and we'll catch you guys next time. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, don't forget to uh, like, comment, subscribe uh, to the video. Check us out on all of our different uh, podcast platforms on uh, here on YouTube, on TikTok, um, all the other things. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And we will catch you next time with our next review.